Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. 1 Samuel 15 contains the story of how God commanded King Saul to attack and destroy the Amalekite, guilty offenders of his law, and how Saul only partially carried out the divine command, then reported to Samuel that, in fact, he had done his duty. 1 Samuel 15.10, Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment. And Samuel said, What meaneth in this bleeding of the sheep and the lowing of the oxen? And Saul said, The people spare the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. God's repentance is not, as in us, a change of mind, but a change of method or dispensation. He does not alter his will, but wills an alteration. The change was in Saul. He has turned back from following me. This construction God put upon the partiality of his obedience and the prevalence of his consciousness. And so he made God his enemy. God repented that he had given Saul the kingdom, honor, and power. But he never repents that he has given any wisdom and grace, fear and love. These gifts and callings of God are without repentance. It grieves Samuel that Saul had forfeited God's favor and that God had resolved to cast him off. And he cried unto the Lord all night that this decree might not go forth against him. The rejection of sinners is the grief of good people. God takes no delight in their woe, and neither should we. The language of the text implies that Saul marched with great pomp and parade to Gilgal and set up a monument of some sort at Carmel to his victory, thus seeking his own glory when he should have been repenting. He met Samuel in the flush of his glory and dared boast to the man of God of his obedience, as sinners love to do when seeking to evade the judgment of the Lord's prophets and of God himself. In reality, the only way to do that is for us to judge ourselves. And so Samuel convicted Saul easily, for the bleeding and lowing of sheep and cattle were proof enough. It's impossible to hide sin. The sounds of a past life witness as surely as ever did these contraband animals. But Saul played his case as sinners so often do. It's not my fault. Others have done this. And next he sought to cover his own covetous heart in unsoundness as a leader by the pretext that the animals had been spared in order for their sacrifice to the Lord. This was a lie, and even if true, it was still disobedience attempting to clothe itself with religious garments. But somehow, wrong motives can never properly do that work. God hates sacrifices of spoil at his altar. He had commanded such to be sacrificed in the field. All of these things are the fruit of a heart that will not admit its guilt. But Samuel said before Saul both the manner of God's dealing and the consequence of his rebellion, as he was bound to do. He rehearsed the instructions given to Saul, which were so plain and sure of success as to not even be called a war, but rather a journey. Then pointed out that nothing is so provoking to God as setting up our wills in competition with his. This is here called rebellion and stubbornness and is called as bad as witchcraft and idolatry. No doubt, God has caused the record of these ancient events to be preserved through history for our understanding of him today. Just as Saul could not prosper over the darkness of his spirit, no more can the wayward soul of today. 
We all need to take warning from the solemn message of this old story, showing the steps that cost Saul honor, eventually kingdom, son, and his own life. It is the devil's business to set before us the excuses and temptations and the justifications of our own behavior that actually are the indicators of our own downfall. We need to honor our integrity and justice that are the presence of God, and we need to entreat him to help us to see ourselves as he sees us, and thus we can be cleared of whatever there may be in our lives. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.